0: Hey, welcome to today's episode of the Christian Hill Audio Experiences, episode three. On last episode, we talked about how when I was at school, I had that big drug bust and it was just a really interesting time. And for those of you that are religious, you might've noticed that I was just at the right place at the right time. I was at church and I came home and there was this big drug bust and and I was, honestly, I just got lucky. I, I, I was never involved in any stuff like that but if I was there at the time when the police were there and all these different things were going down, I'm sure it was possible that the results might've been different. So if you haven't listened to that episode, then go to episode two where there's a big drug bust. And it's quite the interesting, interesting story of what happened and, and how the timing of everything that happened was just so, so just, it was obvious that heavenly father, that God was watching over me and taking care of me at that time and and so in today's episode I'm going to I'm going to tell you what happened after I came home from that semester of school and and why I ended up quitting baseball altogether the one thing that I felt that I was actually good at I decided to give it all up and change direction of my life and and because when I did that I really lost all purpose I had no idea what the heck I was supposed to do to become and, and what my outlook on life was going to be and so tune into this episode where I'm going to walk you through why I decided to quit baseball altogether, even though it was the one thing that I really loved, the one thing I was actually good at, the one thing that really was my identity and the only thing that anyone ever knew, knew me for and that I was recognized for was, was simply baseball, my ability to play baseball. And, and I gave it all up to go and do something else. So we'll come back right after this intro and we'll get going in that story. She said, Christian, I don't understand how you know what you want all the time. I said, hang out with me for a month and you'll know what you want too. Guys, this is hanging out with me, but the audio version. Welcome to the Christian Hill Audio Experience. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, guys. Just to start out, I want to talk about a little bit more of what happened while I was at school. After three weeks into school, I had that drug bust, that big dramatic experience but throughout the rest of that semester really even though that those three guys got busted it didn't really change what school was like the people they still continued to do drugs they still continued to drink they still continued to party they still continued to do the whole college frat guy thing in my townhouse and I was the only one that didn't want it to happen but because it was happening in my townhouse naturally I became involved in the scene i wasn't involved in the drugs the alcohol the the craziness and the sex and all that different stuff i wasn't involved in any of that but because it was happening in my house i was there right and and i didn't want to be the lone outcast and i wanted to have friends you know i i i I wanted to you got to remember that my mindset at the time was so much different i wanted to be a part of something. I wanted to have a college career. I wanted to have a professional baseball career and and those guys were some of the guys that I really looked looked up to on the field because they were flipping good, you know, and and I I felt like I was honestly the underdog because I was the smallest on the team and I was not the strongest, right? But I was very I had a very high baseball IQ, meaning that I was smart on the field and so I I basically got my way on the field because I used my brain and not so much my athleticism. But it just so happened that I also had a little bit of athleticism, but I was not near as athletic and strong and and put together as some of these other guys that were in my dorm. And so I really wanted to be like them. I wanted to be able to, you know, have the same opportunities that they did because I felt like that's what I needed to do. And so I was part of the scene of the parties and things like that, but I was never involved in the the drugs, the alcohol, the sex, the, all those different things that, that come along with those parties. I was usually always the designated driver, you know, but it was still because I was in that environment, I started to pick up pick up different personality traits and character traits that just were not desirable, the things that I didn't want, but it just naturally came. And that's what happens when you hang out with those type of people, like you are who you hang out with. And so throughout the rest of the semester, there was multiple, multiple different times where we got into trouble and and different things happened and I was just there I I wasn't I was guilty by association but not guilty because of consumption I guess Um, but eventually I returned home Um, after after the first semester I came home for Christmas break and Christmas break I think was about two weeks I think and when I came home I just had a really bad taste in my mouth about college and college baseball and I just felt like I did not want to go back to that environment Now that I'm home, I'm feeling so much more peace and comfort and feeling of, like, security and and that, man, this is really what I want in my life, but I just don't feel like I can accomplish this having a baseball career and going back to where I was in school. And and I just felt so lost until one day, I remember it was about, I think it was like two days before I was supposed to go back to school for the next semester, and... My family, my grandparents, and my dad and my mom, and I were sitting at a pizza place in the middle of Emmett, Idaho. Emmett, Idaho is a small town. They had this pizza place called Pizza Factory, and it's my still my favorite pizza. And we would go there as kind of a family tradition of anytime big events would happen or anytime someone's leaving or whatever, we would go to a pizza place and have a family pizza. And while we're sitting there, it was my grandparents and my parents and I, and I pulled up a chair alongside the the regular table that usually only fits four, right? And while, they, while we were sitting there, my grandparents and my parents were talking about my baseball career. And at this time, I had really completely given up the thought of doing anything besides baseball, right? I've, I've, I was very stubborn. I pushed away every other opportunity that there was that didn't involve a baseball career and so my grandparents my parents were pretty set on the fact that i would never change and so they were really just trying to d- decide and figure out okay what's the best thing moving forward to actually help christian be successful in his baseball career and school and whatever and i remember sitting there and contemplating my experience that i had ex at school and how negative of an experience it was and how i just didn't want to go back and baseball just wasn't worth it to me anymore and while I'm sitting there listening to them talking about me, I felt like kind of an out-of-body experience where I was there, but I wasn't really there. I was really thinking about other things. And all of a sudden, I just remember I just stopped their conversation. I said, you know what, Dad? I don't want to play baseball anymore. I don't want to go back to school. I, I want to go serve mission. And it was just the first thought that came to my mind of like, okay, this is my only alternative is let's go serve a mission. And for those of you that aren't members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, a mission is when um, someone that comes of age, eighteen years old for men and nineteen for for the women, they can go and serve a voluntary two-year or eighteen-month mission for the church, where they go and do volunteer work. They go and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ, teach people about the church, and they go and do that in a different place, sometimes in a different country for 2 years to 18 months. And so that was what I wanted to do, and I had no idea why I wanted to do it. I just said it. It was it was the only thing that I could come up with that would get me out of going back to college and playing baseball at Cochise. It was just it was the only thing that came to my mind, and I'm now I'm convinced that it was God. Like it was it had to have been the spirit telling me and giving me that only option that I could think of to for a reason to give up baseball altogether. And when I made that decision, it was really emotional. It was really difficult for me because baseball was literally all that I felt I had in my life. That was my identity. Really? Like I was giving up my complete identity. And so I, 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 the next Sunday the way that preparing for a mission works is is when you decide that you want to go serve a mission, the first thing you need to do is go and talk to your bishop, which is your local leader. And so I come to church on Sunday, and I know all the people at church. I hadn't been there in a long time, but I still remember them. And, and a lot of them I know for a fact, because they told me, they had a lot of doubts that I would never amount to anything in church. I would never be a spiritual person. I would never be successful because I wasn't faithful in church they literally there's literally been people that have told me this so so I it, it was it was kind of a difficult situation for me it was really humbling because I knew that I wasn't right that I knew that all my decisions and my stubbornness that I had in the in my my youth I guess was just not the right decision because the only decision I wanted to make was baseball but now I've just given this all up and my status decreased, my, my, my pride was just completely gone. And I was just really, really humble. And I remember approaching the bishop that Sunday and walking up to him and he looked at me and was like, so what the heck are you doing here? And, and I just said, um, I, I'm gonna go serve a mission. And I, I don't really know what else to do. And I was really broken and really honestly kind of depressed that I was actually saying that to him. But I, I, I knew that it was something I was supposed to do, had no idea why I should do it. At the time, I didn't even know the church was true. Like it it was just such a, like a, a dramatic decision that I made in the moment, but I just knew I had to do it. Right. And so I, I went to the bishop and I, I went to talk to him and, and immediately he was smart. He came, he, he told me, Oh, Christian, come on in my office. Let's talk about it right now. He was smart because he, he probably knew that if it didn't happen right then and there, like I was not going to move forward with it. And, and so he brought me in the office and I remember that he started asking me different questions of why. And I said, I have no idea. And he asked me about different things and told me about different things I needed to prepare, uh, needed to do in order to prepare. And, and some of the things are, and, and, it's kind of a sensitive topic for me, which it is for a lot of people, is some of the things that missionaries need to do when they want to serve a mission is they need to be spiritually worthy of serving. In in, And what that means is like they need to be um, virtuous. They need to be chaste. They need to be clean. They need to be um, repented. Basically, they need to have changed from their old ways to new ways. And they need to be keeping the commandments. And some of those commandments are... They shouldn't be drinking alcohol. They shouldn't be doing drugs. They shouldn't be having sex. They shouldn't be um, participating in pornography. Like so many different things that our world around us really sees as it's a positive thing. Like the world around us believes that man, sex before marriage is great. That drinking is a is a pastime. It's something that you do with your friends to build relationships. That doing drugs is something to be able to ease your burdens and ease your stress and. And that pornography is just a natural thing that 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 people should you know that's how they learn about that's sex, that's sex education in our world honestly, but in in God's world that's like very very bad and not not what you should be doing and it really does lead to shame and guilt and feelings like that and so because I was in that environment and because I'm not perfect like I I wasn't involved in really really serious type of sins that would keep me unworthy from serving a mission but I was definitely I was definitely had personal struggles that I was not ready to go and serve a mission at that moment. So I had to prepare. I had to prepare for an entire year and talk about how difficult that was for me because I just gave up baseball entirely. And now I'm being told that I need to wait. You know, I need to wait for quite some time before I'm even able to leave on a mission. And and so now it's like, well, man. In the same time, I guess I could just go and finish my my school, you know, finish that semester school, and still be preparing. But I just knew that that wasn't the right decision to make. That I needed to stay home for that year. I needed to separate myself from all the temptation, all the possibility of of messing up, basically. And so I didn't go back to school. Actually, actually two days later I needed to go report back to school right so I flew back down to Arizona to just get my stuff and I remember I was stuck there for about a week and a half because like my family wasn't expecting to have to pay for a plane ticket to come immediately back but I still had to go and get all my stuff and so I went down there and I basically had to face all the baseball players and face all of them and tell them that hey I wasn't going to be playing and and I'm really sorry, but I'm going to go serve a mission. And, and so they all, you know, mocked me and criticized me and thought I was stupid because we were ranked fourth in the country and, and they all knew that we were going to go to the World Series, all these different things, and I was just giving it all up. Um, but I knew it was the right decision, but I still didn't know why. And so I came back home, prepared for a year, and finally I get my mission call. And so many things that happened during that year that really were, it was really shaping me and preparing me. And honestly, it was God. It was God shaping me and preparing me for the moment that I would receive a mission call, for the moment that I would go serve a mission and have all the crazy experiences that I'll, I'm going to mention here on this podcast. I'm going to share those throughout the next few episodes of of the big defining things that happened on my mission that have shaped me into the person I am today. Um, But honestly, there's going to be a couple more episodes before I even get out to the mission that I'm going to talk about because there was just, I don't understand what it is about me, but I don't seek out drama. But for some reason, there's so much drama in my life. Every single little step of the way, there's just drama. And even getting my mission call, there's a ton of drama that happened and, and going out, in getting my patriarchal blessing that most of you that aren't members of the church probably have no idea what that is, but basically it's like your own personal scripture. Um, almost like just from, it's it's just a message from God that's telling you this is what, this is what you could turn out to be if you continue to live the commandments and things like that. And, and so just all these different things happened that just make it so dramatic, but I'm not seeking out drama at all. I'm a really, really, chill person. And I just, I just, I like simpleness, but drama just seems to show up. Okay. And I'm not saying like it's bad drama, but it's just interesting how, how it happens so much. And that's why I'm, that's a big reason I'm making this podcast is one, it's kind of entertaining to listen to, I guess, but also because I'm hoping that, that those of you listening can know that one, I understand where you're coming from. I understand what it's like to have something that you value so much that it's almost your defining characteristic. It's the, it's your identity. I understand what it's like to have something so significant that when you give it up, it's like you're just, you might as well have killed yourself. You know, you, you, you have nothing else to live for. I know exactly what that feels like, but then I also know what it feels like to do that, and somehow God, because I believe in God, I don't know if you believe in God, but I believe in God, that somehow God takes that and refines it and shapes it and recreates it into something, and when I say it, I mean you, like me, like God recreated me into something that is just so far beyond any vision, anything that I would have ever imagined that I would have been had I went and actually was able to accomplish being a professional baseball player. Like, I'm so much further beyond, like, no, I'm not a millionaire, you know, like that, like professional baseball players make a lot of money, right? No, I'm not making millions and millions of dollars, but but the type of person that I imagine that I would have been being a professional baseball player versus what I am now, I would take what I am now over any characteristic or trait or type of being that I would have been as a professional baseball player, even if I had millions and millions of dollars, I would take what I am now versus that any day. And that's what I want to express to you is that I know what it's like. I know what it's like a hundred percent to have something of such significant value and having to give it up because it's the right thing. And so in the next episode, um, I'm, I'm going to try and find my farewell talk. Um, before I went and served a mission. I, my dad actually recorded it. And it's one of the main... It, it, it covers exactly why I decided to give up baseball and go serve a mission. Because remember, I talked about how I gave it up, but I really had no idea why I should. You know, I knew I should, but I didn't know why. But leading up to I got my mission call, and a month before I was leaving for my mission, I finally figured out, I finally had it click in my mind and in my heart of why I was going to go and do this, why it was so important, why it was the right decision, even though it was so difficult. And so I talk about that, in my farewell talk, and I'm going to try and find it. My dad has a recording of it. If he doesn't have it, then I'm going to read it to you because I have it written down in a document and I'll read it to you. And, and if you want, you can listen to it in the next episode um, I'm going to try to post it within the, the next few days or within the same day of posting this one. But if you want to listen to it, then listen to it. And you'll know why I decided to give it all up and why I felt it was so important and, and what I discovered of why. Um, if you don't, then you can just skip it and, and listen to the next episode, which is going to talk about when I got my mission call, what happened. And and it's it's really important. It's a really important key Because when missionaries get a mission call, they get a place and a language that they're supposed to speak. But mine, mine was a place and language, but then eventually it switched right before I left. And the reason of it switching is so significant with the timeline, with the way it worked and with what happened after my mission. So many things have happened because of that one little change in my mission call. And it just goes to show that God knows the details of the details of the details of our lives and he is Always, always, always trying to shape us, change us and create us into better human beings, into better just people to become more like him. And so this 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 show podcast is not a religious podcast at all. In fact, it's just about me. Okay, It's about my life, the things that I've gone through. And it's really actually very therapeutic for me. But I know that the stories I share it is going to reach out to a few of you. Is it going to reach out to a lot of people? Like, I don't know, maybe, but just, I know there's a few of you that will listen to this and be impacted. And so that's why I'm sharing it. And I feel that it's important and it's my audio experience. And as you hang out with me, I know that you're going to be able to start to get things that you want and things will happen in your life that are just honestly things that you just never knew that would happen simply by hanging out with me. I'm not trying to say that because I'm like better than anyone, but that's just what happened in my life. Like that's what's going on. And I just don't, I don't understand why, but it does. And I know from experience that those that have been hanging out with me, not just as friends, but as like, you know, observers and working with me have been able to get the things that they want. And I'm not talking about like tons of money. I'm not talking about like Nice and fancy cars and houses and whatever I'm talking about, they're becoming the people that they want to become. They're becoming the people that they're happy with, that they themselves are satisfied and feel good about themselves. Those those are the things that I'm talking about that will happen when you hang out with me. And so, thank you so much, guys, for listening to this episode. I hope you tune into the next one, and that you don't get tired of me. And Just thank you so much for listening this far, and we'll see you next time. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. This is the Christian Hill Audio Experience. Let me just take a few moments to tell you all the things that I got going on. I get a lot of questions about what do I do for work because I post a lot on social media and different things like that. That is exactly what I do for work, actually number one is i started a company called aggressive marketing solutions i do facebook and instagram linkedin google advertising and i drive that traffic to a sales funnel which then produces leads for small businesses leads as in new customers so if you are one of those people who is a small business owner a dentist a lawyer an insurance agent e-commerce business whatever you may be if you're looking to generate more leads for your business go ahead and take a look at my link which is go.christianhill.me, which then you can see all the different things that I'm up to in my life. The second thing that I'm doing for those of you that aren't business owners, but you've always wanted to be a business owner, but you don't want to go through the process of creating your own products, coming up with a market and doing all the different hassle of learning business, you can actually join a network marketing company. And I know there's a bad stigma, but I'm going to be right up front. You can join my downline, which I have automated the process of recruiting, because that's really how you make money in MLM. And you can check out how I'm doing that at go.christianhill.me. You can go and click the button that says, find out my secrets for creating passive income from home. You can just go there and check it out and see how you can join my downline where I'm gonna show you exactly how we're automating this whole system so that your team can grow automatically and you can have an at-home business creating passive residual income every single month for you it's been quite the experience i'm a direct response marketer by trade with aggressive and i'm using those same skills to automate the process in mlm and you better believe it's working so go ahead and take a look at go.christianhill.me where you're going to be able to find all the different things that i'm doing my life to generate income for myself thank you so much guys and we will see you next time on the christian hill audio experience